Hello, and welcome back to Better Health Now. I'm Rob Brown, and I'm your host. Now, you may be listening to this podcast on a variety of different places, from iTunes to Google Play to any one of the number of podcast applications out there. It really doesn't make a difference to me. But if you're listening, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're uh, tuning in to see what I have to say. Two or three things that you could do that would be helpful. Subscribe to the podcast. That'll help you because the next time I put out content, you'll get notified of it uh, and you can get the the new information that I put out there uh, as soon as it's available. Try to keep you updated on what's going on with some good, useful, safe, uh, helpful information. The next thing you can do is like this. Give it a like and maybe bump it up on the ratings a little bit so more people, when they search for something, could be exposed to it. The third thing you can do is share this with some of your friends. Suggest this information to them, people who might not know about it. If we've got good information, It's best if it gets into people's hands, if they can make use of it. The best information that's not shared, unfortunately, doesn't help folks. Now, if you would like to contact me directly, if you think you've got an idea for a topic that I should cover, you want to ask me some questions, you disagree with something that I say, I have no problem with that. Touch base with me by sending me an email directly to betterhealthnowpodcast at gmail.com. That's the preliminaries. Let's get on to the meat of the show today. Now, most of you know, if you've been following my podcasts, I am a chiropractor. Personally, I have had success being treated by chiropractors for many years since I was a small child for many different kinds of problems. I myself have been treating many different kinds of patients, young and old, for a large variety of problems over my career, and I've seen very good results treating those folks. Now, because of that, I will admit to you that I have a tendency to think that every problem has a chiropractic solution. I have a tendency to think chiropractic first when I see problems. Most and many of my friends and associates will come up to me and they will relate a problem that someone has, a friend, a family. Do I think that I can help with the problem? They're really asking me, can chiropractic help me? Can can chiropractic help this problem? Or can chiropractic help my friend? I'd like to change the way they, they think about that just a little bit and maybe get you some information uh, and make, make you think just a hair differently, just a hair. The, the question that I'd like to get you thinking about is, why would we use chiropractic? Now, I don't live in a bubble, uh, and I'm sure that if you folks are listening to a podcast, you're not living in a bubble. I watch television. I read magazines. I read blogs. I listen to podcasts. I listen to the radio. And if you do the same thing that I, as I do, you will notice that there are a lot of folks out there today that are having a large variety of health-related problems. They're having pains, they've got illnesses, diabetes, chronic joint problems, fibromyalgia, a whole bunch of different issues that are afflicting lots and lots of people. Now, there are a lot of solutions to these problems. Just listen to the ads. Most of the time there's an ad telling you what the new drug is to treat that particular problem. Seems like there's a new drug for every complaint. And we will give complaints a name just so we can create a drug to treat it. I realize where this sounds like I'm headed, that I'm going to tell you what my version of the solution is, why I have all the answers. Chiropractic can solve everything and can cure everything. Um, I'll, I'll tell you why everybody else is so bad. Nope, 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 nope. That is not what I'm going to do. I believe that we have a marvelous medical system in the United States of America here. The medical system, the doctors, uh, the diagnostic tests, they are responsible for the healthy birth of my first son, for the health of my wife, and the subsequent healthy and almost anticlimactic birth of our second child three years later. If it was not for the great medical care that we got, the doctors, the nurses, the technicians, the radiologists, the anesthesiologists, we would have had a very bad outcome uh, with my wife, my children, and they may not be here today. 
So if you think that I'm going to come on here and bash the medical profession, bash the hospitals, then not only are you wrong, but you probably want to find a different podcast because that's not what I believe. I have seen that the medical system and the medical doctors are excellent at what they do and they do a great job of taking care of the problems that they're best suited for. Surgeons, general practitioners, up and down the line. I am a fan of those folks uh, and I think that if you have one of those problems that you need them, you can take uh, great comfort in knowing that they will do a great job of taking care of you. I think that there are a lot of great physical therapists, massage therapists, occupational therapists out there. There are great osteopaths, medical doctors, as well as chiropractors. And we are all a part of the healthcare process and the recovery process for folks that are suffering from injuries and illnesses. Medications, active therapies, passive interventions are all useful as long as we get them at the appropriate time in the correct position in the healing process. The greatest challenge that I think we face today is figuring out what time are we in right now. So I want to talk about the challenge that we face and where chiropractic fits into this. I think uh, we should be talking about when chiropractic and what chiropractic is good for. Chiropractic care is non-invasive. It's very conservative. It doesn't put anything into your system that's not already there. Because of this, I think it's a great soonest choice. As soon as you've had an injury, as soon as you have a complaint, we're a great place to look. Not the only place, but we're a great place. If you have spinal pain, whether it's low back, mid-back, neck, or headaches, if you've got pain in your neck that goes down your arms, or pain in your low back that goes down your legs, chiropractors are a great first step. Chiropractic looks at the movements of the spine, the function of the spine, the alignment of the spine. We are very good at checking for signs of inflammation or muscle spasm. Now, a lot of these kinds of problems are low grade. They could be very painful, but they are self-limited problems. Meaning, if you just give them a bit of a break, sit down, these problems will go away over the course of the next three, four, five days. A lot of complaints fall into this kind of a category, stiffness, tightness, overuse. We don't need to medicate those kinds of problems. We don't need injections for those kinds of problems, and we certainly don't need to throw the opioids at these kinds of problems. We may need some care that the patient can give themselves. Ice, heat, stretches, rest, modify their activities. If you can start with non-invasive care for these kinds of problems, like chiropractic, then there's a very good chance that we will avoid the more aggressive treatments that may not be necessary. We don't want to just cover up these problems. We want to try to find them. If you've got a chiropractor that can't do those examinations and can't make those decisions, then maybe you need to find a different chiropractor. If we start care with something that's more invasive or more aggressive, we, we have a couple of potential bad things that happen. If someone was to get a sprained ankle, it was a runner, and they wanted to run in a race the next day, we could give them a shot of cortisone. Now, that certainly would cover up their pain and would probably allow them to compete in the next day's event, but it might do so on an ankle that doesn't function well, and they could suffer additional injury to that ankle, or they might change the way they run and cause a brand new problem at the knee above, above this. The same, the same kind of scenario could play out for neck problems, for low back problems. We don't want to see any of those things going on. Uh, we, we don't like to prescribe pain meds in the initial stages of, because it can mask other problems and allow you to function. Uh, movement uh, is what chiropractic really wants to take a look at. And we do a lot of movements that are very important. Uh, we turn our heads to see if uh, traffic is coming as we're about to get on the highway. We stand up in the morning. We sit down. We walk, most of us, to our jobs. We bend over the crib to pick up our child. I don't think that you want to be driving down the highway if you can't turn your head to check for oncoming traffic. 
I don't think you want to be picking up your child because you've got a bad wrist, a sprained wrist, or maybe a dislocated shoulder. And I don't think that you're going to feel very good getting up and down out of a chair multiple times a day if your low back is tight and in a spasm. Looking at those types of movement problems from a conservative nature allows us to decide if you're safe to do the job again, if you're safe to be out there on the roads, or if you need some sort of assistive device like a brace for the wrist. We've seen folks that get carpal tunnel problems. Those are mechanical problems over overuse and bad postural problems in the hands. We might need to put that person into wrist splints. We might need to get uh, a support by their keyboard that elevates the wrists so that they don't continue putting wrists in a bad position. There are some great medical choices. We could throw steroids at this person's wrist complaint of carpal tunnel, and they will probably get very, very good dramatic results uh, with a decrease of their discomfort very quickly from steroids because steroids are very good at that. But if we don't change their mechanics, we probably are not going to see lasting benefits to this person. They're going to continue to have the problem because we haven't changed what causes the problem. Back in the early 1990s, when it comes to acute low back pain, uh, there was an agency called the AHCPR, and they were tasked with creating uh, some information to put out in pamphlet form to tell folks what are the better treatments for different problems that folks were having. In early early 90s, the one that caught the chiropractor's eyes most of all was the acute low back treatment. What happens when someone has acute low back pain? Who should they see? What should they do? Well, even back in the early 90s, the recommendation of this group was to use conservative care that was active. Home use of ice and heat. Let the patient go home and put ice and heat on their back. Let the patient do some stretches. Let the patient modify their activities. Put the patient in control of their condition. That gave them better results. Treat the patient with conservative over-the-counter medications and chiropractic care. The study specifically said that opioid medications were not to be used in the earliest stages of acute low back pain. Here we are, 30 plus years later, staring down an opioid crisis in this country. We should not be treating acute problems with opioid medications. That is jumping into the deep end. That's something that we recommend we don't do. So chiropractic care focuses on evaluating the problem, taking a look at these types of pains, determining if they're self-limited, can they be treated by the patient? Do they need some conservative stretches, some exercises? Are they better served by sending them to a physical therapist, a massage therapist, to do some conservative, non-aggressive, non-invasive cares? Or does this person need some x-ray imaging, some MRIs? Do they need to be passed along to the orthopedic specialists, the neurologists? Are they candidates for injections for some heavier duty medications to deal with inflammation, to deal with muscle spasm? Or do they ultimately end up needing surgery for some of these things? Chiropractors are, should be good at doing that. Uh, and good chiropractors are good at doing that kind of thing. There's another question of uh, when we should uh, see some problems. And th that's why chiropractors are, are good to, to start seeing things from the very beginning. We can steer folks toward the better treatments. Chiropractic care is a good conservative start. It, le it lets us take a look at mechanical and structural considerations and gives the patient a conservative place. It asks the patient to be involved with their care, which lets the care become even more active. Chiropractors also then can coordinate the care and send patients up to the medical doctors. That's not to say that medical intervention is bad. If we can delay the, the use of heavy medications, if we can use invasive tests and invasive treatments only when necessary, we decrease the risk of opioids, 
Uh, and we have a chance to get patients the active care that they need and get the problem corrected. Restoring the function, restoring the movement, the up and down, the walking, the bending and twisting, the turning the head. Those are important parts of a patient's complaint, even if they don't realize them. Covering those up with pain medications does not address them. It just makes, it just masks them. So we like to get people into the idea of fixing the underlying problem, not just covering up the symptoms. So the other thing that chiropractic is good for uh, is whether or not we should be talking about new problems or old problems. Not every problem is best treated by a chiropractor. Emergency rooms are great, great, great at crisis care. If you think that you're in a crisis, get yourself to an emergency room. Get yourself seen by the folks who do marvelous things with saving lives and active interventions uh, because they're great. They really are. There's a place for all of us. Chiropractic, not good for life-threatening things, crisis problems. Chiropractic is best for mechanical problems, overuse problems, carpal tunnel, mechanics. It's not medications that are the problem. It's when and how those medications are used. Several years ago, the New, New Mexico Chiropractic Board, under the uh, direction and leadership of William Doggett, D.C., was the first state in the United States to allow chiropractors to prescribe drugs. So these drugs are not the problem, it's how these medications are used. Controlling inflammation for a sprained ankle with over-the-counter medications or low-grade anti-inflammatories can be great. It gets normal function back and gets the healing process started sooner by getting rid of that inflammation. Killing the pain of that sprained ankle is not the best way to do it. So if we can get the proper care to these folks at the right time, the least invasive care possible, we can get all the benefits for this patient. The use of medications can certainly complement conservative chiropractic care. A lot of these medications are non-aggressive. They're non-invasive. They're pretty minimal. They've got minimal side effects. Put those kinds of things together under the advice of properly trained medical doctors, under the advice of osteopaths, under the advice of the emergency room. And I think we've got a situation where Folks can get the best care combining medications, ice, stretches, chiropractic, mechanical, functional evaluations, and the patient is the winner here. That's always the goal. Get the patient who has the problem restored to normal function uh, with as little pain as they possibly can have. Chronic problems can still see good results under chiropractic care and possibly with less medication than they were taking in the past. As, chiropractor, as a chiropractor, uh, I view every problem through the lens of the chiropractor first. What would I be doing for this patient? And I'm sure that the medical folks view the patients the same way. We are all out to make sure that the patient is the winner in the end. As long as the system puts the patient first, we'll see chiropractors, medical doctors, osteopaths, massage therapists, critical care places, all working together in the best interest of the patient. When that happens, everyone wins because the patient wins. The role of chiropractic in that is no less important than the role of the medical people, the medications, or the rehabilitation. So those are the, the thoughts that I wanted to give with you. When someone asks me whether or not they should see a chiropractor, I definitely give them my, my view from the fact that I am a chiropractor but I also try to steer them toward the other options that the medical people have so that patients can make a more informed choice. I hope this has given you some information that maybe if you've got a friend or loved one who is considering chiropractic care, would it be helpful for them? Go ask a chiropractor. Get a good opinion, sit down and talk with someone. 
All chiropractors should be willing to talk to you, uh, answer your questions about what it is that they could do for your particular condition, the, th the things they'd be looking for, and, and what your problems are. Uh, asking the right questions of the patients and then sitting back and listening is really important. So if you find a chiropractor that's not willing to do that, go find someone else. We're all out here uh, to try to do our best for our patients, as are the medical folks. When done properly, the patient's the winner, uh, and we can all get on living but with better health now.